0: Springy, you know what I'm talking about it e, e, already, all the shit. We rocking with Hip Hop Seattle, you know what I'm talking about. Tune in. This is J Park, AMG High Music. Wanna give a big shout out to Hip Hop Seattle, man.
1: Let's get it. And shout out Hip Hop Seattle. You guys already know they got everything popping in Seattle. tap in. And I ain't gotta
2: say my name. Bitches respect that shit. So fly, you ain't never seen a jet like this. And I've been working over overtime baby, I can't keep talking less this money on the line, baby my prime baby better double luck. if be
3: trying
0: to get my time back welcome back this is the hip hop seattle podcast we are on episode eight it's your boy cal
1: Naughty. it's your boy miss high definition honey 100k
2: it's Dre a honey Dippin. and it's your girl cameron chanel
1: welcome to the show cameron chanel thank, thank you, you so thank much
2: you. Hi, <laughs> thank you looking forward to this one so what's up what you been on today um well, my car died, so I mm. had to get a jump, damn which is part of the reason why I was late. <laughs> um, but I haven't really been doing too much. Um, just chilling. It's a Saturday, no work, no school, so just chilling. Okay, that's, that's, that's not doing too
1: much. Hit with that traffic or no? Man, See, gotta ask. See Man, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, what region are you in? I'm, I'm in I Fed. Fed. I live
2: in Fed. Okay, me too. I'm, I'm so from I took yeah, that drive. yeah. So you know <laughs> I that took drive. The drive, yeah. So I came from Fed, um, and it was damn. Yeah, it was Man. a while. It's an hour and 10 minutes to be exact without, <laughs> traffic. without traffic if you yeah. have a
3: second person you take that H W straight a little bit but
1: <laughs> swerve in and out be by yourself me? a couple miles in the hove lane solo <laughs> i didn't No, that. they're cracking people for that did joke. you they see they that on the you? news yeah i heard people about that actually
3: like, fake babies wigs on i don't know what? like cardboard i've seen that before i've considered <laughs> too yeah wow. wow. with the
1: mannequin in the front the seat yeah blob yeah. doll you're really in a rush
3: <laughs> to get somewhere <laughs> at that point. <laughs> you got to be there.
0: Music, current day. How important is the uh, the lyrics to people? Does it really matter to you uh, if the artist is blowing your mind or if it's just about the vibe, just about the groove? What y'all think?
1: Off the rip, Cameron, what, what do you think about that?
2: Um, I automatically think the lyrics is what gets me just because I'm a lyricist. You know, it's cool to have the um the music that sounds good and the music that's popping in the clubs but i'm one of those people who actually listen for um lyrics and listen Mm -hmm. for people who have cadence and who can actually spit um Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people nowadays that are just rapping and not enough MCs and people that are up there actually um giving you you know something more giving Story. you something in depth okay. so Substance. i definitely so, so you, listen for that
1: so you say mcs I'm, I'm i'm happy to hear that yeah uh what is it what does an mc in 2019 look like what does it look like now
2: um honestly there's not too many of them there's a lot of people who are you know the 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 wave rappers that's what i call them the wave rappers um they follow the waves they follow the trends and they mm. do what everyone else is doing nice. um if we're talking lyricists of course we got to shout out Nipsey Hessel um i fuck with lady london i don't know if you guys know of her but she's like uh she's she's just starting to kind of bubble in the in the rap Mm -hmm. scene but she's been doing poetry for a long time um but she's she's from new york so um she she's super popping on instagram i fuck with her lyrically um j cole Cole. um who else of course we got like the the greats Jay uh jay-z nas eminem um Mm -hmm. And and as far as that goes, I think that's about it. I don't really think that there's too many female. Oh, we got to shout out Nicki just because she's Nicki. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Cardi B? Cardi B's not a lyricist. Yeah, and I love Cardi B, but I she's not it, a lyricist. She's not a lyricist. Writing them rap and, you, and you can't okay. yeah, you can't be a lyricist if you don't write your rap. So okay. So what <laughs> about
3: like locally? Like,
2: um, I definitely fuck with Laza. Okay. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Um. Lyrically, Frenchioso. I know you guys have had him on the show. Mm -hmm. Mafi D. Um, Who else? Streetball Soup. Um, Mike Jack is on the come up. Yeah. Um, And then we got like our singers. Like Ellis is going crazy right now. Um, For sure. If he just, I told him earlier, like if he just get his moves down, he's a triple threat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've been trying to teach him how to get it. He, we was on tour together last year, and he's. I'm like, ew man, you gotta You, <laughs> you gotta movies. come on, but nah, um, I think that Seattle music scene in general is just popping right now. I think that, um, we're gonna be the next state to bubble just off the simple fact that everyone in here is um going a different way. Everyone's doesn't rap or Everybody doesn't have the same sound. Everybody doesn't have the same energy. And I think everybody's just unique in their own way. So that's gonna be the reason why we bubble as a as a city and as a unit. Completely that's a agree. Yeah.
3: That's it's rare to hear that like for myself to hear people say that it's it is. it's unity just because there's a lot of of the ripping apart that comes along with it. Yeah. But that's that's good to hear. Yeah, we need that energy. For yeah. sure. Like yeah. haven't had anybody talk about the positive
2: about that being something that that can happen or that has happened i mean i just say because i've been rapping seriously since i was 14 I'm, i am just turned 23 so when i first started rapping just seeing the um the transformation of seattle hip-hop and seattle hip-hop culture from then to now it blows my mind because a lot of people are going to say that it's not really doing nothing and everybody's fiend for themselves but they haven't seen the transition when i started rapping it was like me and a handful of other people like I can literally name them on one hand how Mm -hmm. many people were really rapping and were known and were, like, pushing their music and pushing their product and marketing themselves. Mm -hmm. Now everyone's rapping, Mm -hmm. and that's not to say everyone's the best, but everyone's, you know, everyone's putting something out. Mm -hmm. So it's putting a lot more attention on us than there was before. So I'm always happy to see that.
1: Okay. That's amazing to hear that from an artist sitting in the chair, man. That's amazing. I got to give a... (laughs) (laughs) She knows what it is. She's a real MC. You can really tell she's passionate. It's very great to see that shit. We got to continue the culture, man. This is what hip-hop is. You feel me? This is what it really is. So, uh, shout out to you for that.
2: Thank you. We we got to talk about
1: trash rappers. Yeah, we got to do it, man, because we do, up at Hip-Hop Seattle, man, we like to glorify and really support artists around. But we also got to talk about, and we're not just talking about just uh, Seattle when I I talk about trash rap. I'm talking about just in the the grand scope of things. But we got to talk about the trash guys that are bringing, they're not bringing shit to the game. Maybe, I don't know, you got little disruptions here and there, little trends and stuff like that, which is fine. Everybody got, you got to get your money. And we support any young nigga on the grind trying to get their shit. But at the end of the day, if you are in the culture and you're not even really trying to, uh, you're bringing all this bullshit into it and and you're looking at a lot of artists that are like sacrificing everything for it. It's like if you're coming in the game and you don't really have any fucking plan and you're just here to just bullshit, I feel like we got to talk about that right now. Because we got got a lot of artists adding to it, but who's subtracting and fucking the game up? We got to talk about some trash rappers, man. I mean. It's a little too controversial, but this is is hip-hop Just just
0: like you said, now there's more people making music, more people putting things out. Mm -hmm. There's a wider audience, and when you have more people doing things, you're going to have people diluting it as well. Right. People putting out music that they don't really care about that they haven't really put that much thought in and then they wanna try to compare with you whereas you spend all your time, all your feeling, all your emotion on your music. And so when people come and say they're an artist at that same level, it's kinda hard to respect them and it's kinda hard to even give the music a chance because you see the videos they're putting out and you hear the music they're putting out and it's you can tell they don't, for me I have no issue with what, what the content of the music is as long as I can tell you actually like. Right this is you this is not like oh you you out here for 15 minutes and you can go home and, you, and you, you go by rob in the streets and you're rupert at home you know <laughs> i'm calling you, you know what i mean mm-hmm.
2: rupert how you get rupert and rob
0: i don't know some weird situations out here
2: oh <laughs> well i mean my my rap name ain't had nothing to do with my actual name so so might be a little incognito going on <laughs> Hmm, what's your real name? Uh, we can't say that no, That's, that's not no, no. <laughs> disclosed no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got rappers like-
1: coming in the game I'm, not, sorry, I'm sorry not to cut you I'm just going to add one more thing okay. Well, we got artists coming in the game Also just trying to grab a bunch of money Thinking they can just pick up a mic And just get money mm-hmm. off of this stuff It's not like that There's no other career That you can just hop in real quick Get some money and leave When you got like, You can't just hop in the, in, in the league And you got these people That have been playing since elementary Middle school and all that and then you think that you can just compete with them on their level, on their, on their court. It's not, I disagree like
3: with that. you, though. I just yeah, agree. I do, too. I agree because people make sure... I'm made not a saying song, you- If I made a little something, 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 and I, that was all I needed, and I'll be good, and I'm not, you know, and I need to just hop out and hop into something else, bigger and better, then that's what I'm going to do. I can do that. I think it's so, like, like fluct- fluctuated to where it's like you're able to hop in and out of it. You're able to be... 2006 popping and then come back out 2016.
1: So we're pop cool, in. like Miley just hopping in real quick, grabbing a bag and leaving. A and lot take, of people take, are taking, feel, our, taking our culture.
2: I feel like it has a lot to do with um, it has a lot to do with the labels. Honestly, I feel like there's a difference between, like I said, being an MC, being a lyricist, and being a rapper. There's people who are like Cardi B, City Girls, Saweetie. Like these are people who are popping because they make popping music. They make catchy music. They make stuff that people want to listen to. But then you put them up against someone like Lady London and nobody's going to want to listen to them, even though the substance is there. They're not going to want to listen to that because that's just not what people want to hear right now. And so I feel like it's up to the lyricists, Like, and this might be a little shallow, but it's up to us to make people, give people music that they want to hear. Like there's people who, like Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hussle speaking hella intellectual shit in his songs, but he's still making them so that people relate to him and people, you know, can drive in a car, party in the club or do whatever to him. But Mm -hmm. it's just like you have to appease the crowd. You have to appease your fan base or else people aren't going to listen to you. And that's another part of being an entertainer is learning how to entertain. You can't Mm -hmm. just expect Mm -hmm. to be able to write. Anybody can write, Mm -hmm. but it's the way that you present the material mm-hmm. and yeah. a lot of people don't have the ability to present it in a way that people want to receive it so it's just like you can't blame nobody but yourself
1: so mm-hmm. the, the the culture so when you look at the, when you look at it like this okay so are we cool with that in the hip-hop culture For i people feel like that do that to us and it doesn't happen anywhere else really. i
2: feel like it's not something that we're allowing but i feel like you got to look at the labels who's the people that's given giving the money these are white people white people are only going to invest their money into something that they believe in something that they feel is going to pop something that they feel is going to you know give them more money Exactly what I was in, saying anybody in the industry mm-hmm. they only they're only going to support what they feel like is going to bring them in more revenue if you're mm, not bring, yeah. if they don't feel right. like you're something that's going to sell they're not going to be able right. to do nothing with you you right. could be the dopest person in the room and just because they know that you're not marketable
1: So us artists have just become desensitized. I'm not saying you. I'm saying it's in general for the hip hop culture. We've become desensitized where somebody, because if we let the, we're letting the artist pass. Okay, whatever, great. But that just opens the floodgates for the executives and people to come in and exploit it and take somebody that has a dream to really, it's an aspiring dream to become a recording artist, and you're now putting them in situations that they have no idea about and exploiting them. And then not only that, you're taking the worst parts of them, things that they're trying to grow from, and you're profiting from that. So you have a drug addiction. Okay, cool. gonna make you promote nothing but drugs and we're gonna put you further into this shit and you're gonna and you have to do this because you're in this deal so what's and your you,
3: question is I, it, my
1: it, question is we're allowing this that's what's forming these trash rappers because you're taking somebody that's not because this is what the industry does you'll take somebody that has no experience with music they just, just care because about got the, got the bag
3: look. they don't care about who they don't they just want that money they don't care that's do not know?
1: what i'm saying we're okay with this you're okay with
3: you I mean, at a
0: personal level for me at a personal level it's just kind of like understanding that like while i'm alive there's somebody in the world dying it's like some, something that i don't agree with but i can't really change people have been getting exploited by right. labels since the beginning of music yeah. commercial music
1: yeah. we can change this shit, bro what are you talking about with this one i gotta disagree on that one well you're talking can about you? people
0: you're talking about the, like, the artists that choose you know, to yeah. agree to get invested in by these big artists now whatever what happens in their life whatever reason they need these money or these issues for they're in a situation where now that that's just the situation now you can't really at the end of the day you can't be mad because you signed a contract like you sold out to to be in the situation that you are and you're gonna have to deal with those consequences so artists that are kind of like you said putting out music that they don't support if it's about drug addiction and maybe they're fighting their own drug addiction they don't want to support that uh, it's kind of like well now in your situation where you don't have that option you're basically a slave when you agree to these contracts.
1: So moving forward, you don't think that we can change it. So what if what if every the artist is stood not like Mac don't bro. get
0: signed to these 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 people that are going to exploit you? Independent. Yeah, just going independent, get a fan base that fucks with you that wants to see you in a situation. That's
2: what most artists are doing these days because they see what the labels feed off of. Most people are just signing for a distribution deal now, or just signing to get their name up in the air. A lot of people don't even sign actual deals with record labels anymore they sign partnerships with them they build their own record label they sign a partnership and that way they're getting their brand across but nine times out of ten nobody's nobody these days is signing with these major artists like they were back in the day because they know what they know what it is everybody's gonna take your money you're gonna they're gonna give you all this money make you look flashy make you look like who they want you to be and then as soon as you get to the to the top they're taking everything from you because you got to pay everybody. You got to pay your managers. You got to pay your executive producers. You got to pay your producers. You got to pay pr- for promotion. Mm-hmm. You have to pay for tours. Like, literally, artists who are signing deals, they're only getting paid off of tours. Mm-hmm. And then you're only getting the percentage of that because then you have to pay everybody else that helped with the tour. So it's kind of just like, as an artist, you can't even really be mad that this is what it is because the world is, the world revolves around money and people are going to buy what's going to sell. And it's just like, you got to you got to kind of figure out the game and manipulate it to where it you know it benefits you as an artist if you see someone's doing this then hey okay let me take some of this and what this person is doing and kind of make your own formula to get to yourself to the top but you can't be mad that somebody else is eating
0: mm-hmm.
2: like it's just it, that's just the way that it happens it's it's a circle of life just like in any other any other type of business even with basketball, if somebody's better than you, they can be better than you. But if they're working harder than you to get seen, mm-hmm. they're the ones that's gonna get seen. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just like when you see somebody else getting on, and you don't feel like they deserve it, it's kind of for you to like sit back and be like, okay, so what am I doing to not be where they're at? Mm-hmm. And you gotta kind of put your pride to the side sometimes and just check yourself and see what you need to do to get to that level that you want to be on.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree with I agree with everything you just said. Uh, moving forward, back to the question we have here with the whack rappers. Or the trash rappers, we so there's none.
2: No, there's definitely trash rappers mm-hmm. as far as lyrics, but you can't really say that someone's a trash rapper because someone in the world loves them. Mm-hmm. Somebody's in, somebody's in the world's buying a so, record. Should we
1: dead that? Are we gonna dead that here? Are we? What, what if we can it's say kind of trash sub- rapper? Kind of what of, do we even? It's could, not subjective. It's subjective. Okay. Say trash.
0: You can say low quality. You know, you, you can call out a low quality artist. Right. Somebody's like a like a meme artist that don't care about what they do. But
1: is there any of those in the industry right now? Clearly y'all
3: um, i know is when people present me their music in real life and and to me i let them know like i let them know like this don't sound right you need to like and i and i do it as constructive criticism not as like you're not shit, or, or or to belittle anybody it's just to help you because if nobody's keeping it real with you then you know you're just going to have that trash I feel content. like we
1: can not move forward, though. That's my whole point with this. I agree with everything you're just saying because it makes, it makes hella sense to me. I'm just saying that this is something that can be changed, though. If artists all have what you just said, they're like-minded like that, and we all were to do that, it's just that there's a lot of artists that are just not doing that because they're choosing the money and they're not choosing the actual, like passion for the music if, if you're choosing the money then that's gonna lead you down a whole rabbit hole of just a bunch of other shit that you're gonna end up doing just because you want more money when you're looking at the culture and you just look to better yourself and your people whatever just like a nipsey hustle and all that you can absolutely change the culture and move forward it. look what nipsey did you, you feel me so that's that's i i want to dead that because i feel like if artists were to really have that mindset and we if we can educate people and artists are actually moving like that like and telling people, like, yo, this is what you should be doing, bro, we can absolutely move forward, bro. It's, it all starts with one person, and, it, and it, it goes from there, bro. We can't be talking like this when we have people like Martin Luther King and all that that existed. It's just one person, like, yo, bro, we can actually change this. So it can absolutely happen with hip-hop because it was changed. Hip-hop is now the number one consumed music in the world. It, it used to be laughed at. You feel me? It used to yeah. get laughed out the building for doing hip-hop. Turn turn that shit down. Exactly. Now, we're the, number, now the pop stars got to come and make music with us. You feel me? We are the culture because hip-hop is deeply rooted through a bunch of other shit that black people created. Bro, when we got the hip-hop shit, this is number one, bro. That's why fucking Billy Ray Cyrus is doing songs like that in that cadence over trap beats and shit. They love our shit. We can change the game when we want to, bro, because we created this shit. The fuck is going on? That's all I'm saying, though. But I agree. Do you guys see where I'm coming from on this? Yeah, or it's or all, I'm it's an, all about am community. Am I on Mars
0: right now? Like- yeah, because if you have more people hands in, then you can, you can you know all the the monuments that humans made in history were made because a lot of people were hands on and did that shit together so that's proof that if if we're more about uh cooperating less about being combative then we can definitely get shit popping
2: i just think that when it comes to that like i'm 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 one of those people that i always say i'm the best and yeah, there's like not that. really too many people that can tell me that i'm not and I'm the type of person if somebody does try to that I'm not, I'm like okay, let's battle. Let's like, exactly. Um, I don't, exactly. I don't have a problem with that. I've never been, um, I've never been, I've never felt like you know offended by people you know coming at me with like okay well i think i'm better than you like i it's a it's a competition for me and that that kind of shit kind of gives me like a little bit of adrenaline and it Mm, gives me a little bit of a rush Um, just because i i like attention i like to prove myself i'm an entertainer so um i like to be seen i like to be heard and i like to prove myself so it's like I want somebody to challenge me. I want there somebody to, you know, kind of give me a little run for my money because mm-hmm. especially, like, you know, I'm a female. There's not too many female rappers in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes down to the female rappers, none of them ever really want to say anything to me. It's kind of like I'm, I'm, I'm a hierarchy, and so nobody ever really wants to, like, say anything to me. And it's not even as far as, like, just battling or just, like, you know, but, A lot of females don't even want to make music with me. A lot of people are, like, very, very intimidated. It's your demeanor.
1: How you carry yourself. I'm just,
2: like, I'm cool. Like, you're missing out. But it's it's, it's not even just females. It's even dudes, too. Like, sometimes dudes, like, it's to the point where I'll get on a song with a dude and then I'll spit my verse and... He'll go back and rewrite this verse and do it again, and I'm because like, "You
3: didn't think you were gonna
2: come that hard? A lot of the times, that's what it is, and because I'm so small, so when people only know me off of social media and they never see me in person, mm-hmm. you know, they'll invite me to a studio session. They'll think it's for play, and then I'll come and like, I'm. I call myself one take cam. I'm. I'm known for just going in the studio, recording, and getting out. I mm-hmm. do sh- most of my verses in one take. Mm-hmm. So when I come out the studio nine times out of ten, everybody's mouth so is like, "That's what's
0: up." That. She did that,
2: and I'm like it's regular like you know like it's not a it's not a cocky um it's it's not a cocky thing on me but it's just kind of like I've been doing it for so long and I know that I'm good there's nobody that can tell me that I'm not as far as lyrics as far as entertaining as far as business as far as being able to I know how to you know like there's I know how to record I know how to engineer myself, I know how to do a lot of things, so it's like not too much that I can't do. And I'm one of those people that I'm always willing to learn. So it's like, if there's something that I don't know that you can teach me, please teach me. Mm -hmm. There we go. But... You can't say that you're better than me if you're not because then Mm. I'm going to challenge you and then we're going to really, you know, have to see. But I think it's just Mm -hmm. a confidence thing. I think a lot of people lack the confidence and they forget that, like you said, this is a competition. This is hip hop is very, very competitive. It started competitive. And it's like you can't be scared to jump in the water if you keep sticking your toe in like Mm -hmm. sooner or later, you're going to get pulled in.
1: Yo, that's some real ass shit. Are we aired right? Are we are we rolling right now? Yeah, that's some fire shit. I appreciate you, <laughs> yo. This is some dope shit right now. <laughs> Are y'all appreciating this right now? Yeah. Some re- She's yeah. really in tune and really passionate. I can just tell. You don't even have to, like, just meet me for the first time. Very <laughs> impressed. Yeah. That's dope. So how should we move forward with this now?
0: Um, we wanted to know why, uh, why. Why do you think it's so hard for, for people in the same city, in the state, st- same state that you live in to support you?
2: um why do you think honestly so in the beginning it wasn't hard for them to sit well okay let me go back when I initially started rapping um it was was I I was for so I started rapping at seven but I started recording when I was 14 um and when I started recording I was trying to like push my music throughout my high school I went to Garfield high school so I tried to push my music throughout my high school and I feel like Like I said, at that time, there was just not a lot of hip-hop culture here, so it was kind of hard for people to take it seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, But once I got, like, the ball rolling, and maybe I think when I hit, like, 17, 18, um, I had moved out of state. And so I started posting videos on Facebook, and my videos started going viral. And so when I came back home, everybody was kind of, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like your videos are going viral. Now I'm going to listen to your music type thing. Mm -hmm. So from then on, everyone just supported me. And I honestly think it was just because I had a lot of hype. Like I would drop a video and get like 100,000 views in like two hours. Um, just off, and this is strictly Facebook. I mm-hmm. will drop a song on SoundCloud and get 10,000 plays in a week. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, it just kind of became like the hype. Like I was the one that was popping. I was the only one that was really rapping. So I was the only one that people had to listen to mm-hmm. in my generation. Um, I feel like now it's harder because there's so many people, mm-hmm. um, And everybody's not as tuned in with everybody anymore. There's so many people dropping like such great quality music. And especially for me because I haven't been dropping as much. I just went on tour last year. I came home. I kind of had to get back in the swing of things. And I'm just now starting. I'm about to drop my project. So um, that being said, I feel like it's easy to get lost. I feel like it's like if you're not consistent, Mm -hmm. it's hard for you to be noticed. Like if you, you have to drop consistently here or people are going to forget about you mm-hmm. and you have to consistently drop quality work or people are going to forget about you and people aren't going to talk about you because it's hard to, it's hard already to be, you know, in the mouth of other Seattleites as far as music goes. Very so true. once you're in the mouth, it's hard to to stay in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, But once you're there, it's, it's kind of like you just got to keep pushing, keep the ball rolling. I feel like Seattle is crabs in a bucket and everyone wants to get on but nobody wants anyone else to get on. It's like we want to see you do good but we don't want to see you do better than us. Yep. Yeah. Um and that's mm-hmm. just kind of that's kind of always been the the facade for Seattle. It's kind of always been the culture. Like it's kind of just like it's not like Cali or Atlanta or you know states like that where they have you know unity. They have unity and they're pushing each other because they know, okay, if I push you then you going to put me on and exactly. so on and so forth but in Seattle it's not like that it's kind of just like i want to eat and i want everything to myself and i feel like i kind of have fallen into that mentality because it's kind of just like if you don't support me why would i support you why would mm-hmm. i put you on mm-hmm. if you ain't putting me on if you ain't trying to it, it'll be something it'll be something simple as somebody telling you you know a good engineer. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to put you on with their engineer. Fact. Nobody wants to put you on with their producer. Nobody wants to put you on with their graphic designer. And it's just like, okay, so now I got my own, mm-hmm. and don't ask me for nothing. Yeah. And it's kind of fucked so up, but that's just how it is. That's how what it has is. to be.
3: You really have to set those boundaries, especially being a female in the industry at all, because you get like put in these positions all the time. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Who, it doesn't matter who it is. You get put <clears throat> in positions whether it's Whether it's, like, they want something more from you or they think you're off that. Like you said, they don't take you seriously and they don't take you seriously until you come out that that booth. So, it's, like, that's when they, like, respect you a little bit more. Just because you are a female and that's how it goes. Like, you really have to boss up and be a boss and handle your business. And the
2: thing about that is it's just, like, you have to be a boss. But it's also, like, when you're a female and you're a boss, everyone calls you a bitch. like right. When you demand your respect for your time or for your music or for, you know, just anything, you're a bitch. And I'm just like, I'll take that because when it comes down to me wasting my time, I'm, I'm not only like I don't um I'm not under management. You know what I'm saying? So everything that I've done from the time that I started to the time that I've been here, mm-hmm. uh, I've done on my own. Like, of course, I have my big bro Dot that helped me a little bit, but it's really not. It's really me by myself. I'm paying for my studio sessions. I'm getting my graphic work done. I'm mm-hmm. putting in the you know, paying for my beats. Do when I was first was started doing shows, I'm paying to get on shows. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so I had to put myself in a position that I am now. So it's kinda like I've got myself here. I'm not gonna let anybody belittle what I've done or anybody disrespect what I've done. And if I have to be a bitch because of that, then that's just what it is.
1: Period. Man amazing. Period. <laughs> Big facts. Shit, man. I was gonna go on. How do you deal with negativity that does come your way? Because I feel like every artist is gonna feel some sort of <laughs> resistance at some point. How do you how do you deal with that nowadays?
2: I like talking shit, to be honest. <laughs> I because I feel like I feel like once I start talking shit and or or even just through music, like once I start rapping, nobody ever want really wants to respond. There nobody is. ever really has anything to say after that. Mm-hmm. Um it's I've heard. kinda gotten to the point where nobody really tries it anymore. Um, because they know how i am and they know how i'll react Mm -hmm. um it's kind of just like i'm one of those people that like yeah i'm an artist yeah i'm a role model and all that stuff but i'm a human and i'm a person and you don't get to disrespect me Mm -hmm. so (laughs) either we're gonna (laughs) settle this through music or we're gonna settle it another way so you let me know And usually nine times out of ten it runs dry before it even gets to the point but i don't really get a lot of hate i get a lot a lot of love from my city and that's one thing that i can say for sure It's, it's, you know there's every once in a while those couple of people who want to you know, dibble and double and see if you still got your spark. But nine times out of ten, it's I'm 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 super, super loved. Mm. If um if you still got your spark. Yeah. yeah. 'Cause I, I I've chilled a lot. I've mm. chilled a lot. So um just now me being older and, you know, getting my priorities together, I think people try to test me a little bit sometimes. But it's not Eww. a good idea. <laughs> uh,
1: not fucking with Cameron lyrically. Would you say that? Nobody's fucking with you lyrically. Would can you say that shit? I could say that. There you go. And anybody like who that. has
2: anything else to say about it, we can. You know, I always say I got a thousand dollars on me right now. If, Oof. if you want to battle, we can battle anytime, any place. Mm. Let me know. That's some, okay. I always say I, like I got a thousand dollars on me. So, well, go, man. y'all heard it here, <laughs>
1: <laughs> live and direct, man. Like that. A rack. Yep. Okay.
2: And I'm looking into getting into battle rap, and I just was speaking to some people about it. Um, I'm thinking about kind of. Dipping in that water and seeing what it's about. I've been watching Queen of the Ring and um, a couple different battle rap things on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Just trying to see what it's about. And I think I'm going I'm to take a swing in that. Just to give me something more to be excited about. Do we have shit like that out we here We do. Anymore? And I just I found out about it. We have, okay. we have a couple different battle rap leagues okay. um, yeah. out here. And so I'm trying to pick which one I want to. The thing mm-hmm. is, is you would never know that. Can you name I drop them? Nope. Can I what? Name drop them. I can't... I don't even know that... Like, I literally... So, I did an interview... <laughs> I I did an interview two weeks ago mm-hmm. with... Man, listen, and they were telling me about it in the interview. Mm. And so, I've been trying to connect with different people. I know there's one that's based out of Tacoma. There's one that's based out of um, Seattle. And then there's one that's a, a Puget Sound one. So, it's like a couple different artists from, like, all over the Puget Sound. Mm-hmm. But they've gone to, like, New York and did the big, big events out there and stuff like that. So it's actually, a, it's, it's, they're real leagues and they, they really do battle raps. I know, um, I don't know if you guys know who, um, uh, Stewie Newton is.
3: Nope. I heard that name,
2: yeah. Yeah, he's, um, he's one of the battle rappers on one of the, on one of the teams and he's like dope. You not know, crazy. He's yeah. crazy. I've heard crazy, that name crazy. before. Yeah, that'll just, that'll just,
3: like, make all of your skills and what you have, you know, collected throughout these years just that much better because you're yeah. getting put to the test at all times. Yep. And you can't you have to come off the dump. You at gotta be all ready.
1: Times.
0: Yeah, I think you'd flourish in that environment. For yeah. sure. That shit's
1: crazy. So.
2: Yeah.
0: so you got a uh, an upcoming project coming up? I
2: do. It's called uh Chanel Chapo. Chanel Chapo. Uh, yeah. It's a crazy name. Thank you. How many <laughs> tracks are on that joint? There is eleven. Any features? Um yes I got a feature by um, let me see, I'm trying to think about them in my head, so um, I got a feature by my cousin Glizzy, she's from here, but she moved to South Carolina when we were in like the 8th grade, but she's like got a lot of buzz out there, Mafi D, mm-hmm. Street Ball Soup, Tana Money, um... And I'm trying to get Cam the Mac on a track, but I'm waiting for him to drop this feature. But yeah, I only got a couple. It's mm-hmm. not too much. It's been the first mixtape, like the first debut mixtape that I'm dropping on like all platforms that I've dropped in a while. Okay. Um, the last mixtape I dropped, I dropped last year while I was on tour, and it's called Talk My Shit. But this one's, I think, this one's gonna be the one that I'm gonna mm-hmm. really market and push. That's good to hear. Yeah.
1: Producer wise, what what you got on that? Should um,
2: so know? I got Ruel. I got um. Teak Punch. I got who else? Who else? Who else? He's
1: so all local know. guys. No.
2: Um. Teak Teek's. Teak's local. Um. I got Mike D. He's from Chicago. I got um. Who else? Who else? DJ K-Fi. He's local. Mm-hmm. Um. And most most of their tracks on there are from Ruel. So he's from North Carolina, I think. Mm-hmm. So I, think, I feel the sure. vibes you come up with. But with yeah. Us. But it's my my album is definitely it has a detroit sound to it okay. um i'm definitely going like the that that um in that lane mm-hmm. i feel like i vibe with that the most mm-hmm. and i'm kind of putting my you know my west coast twist on it for sure mm-hmm. um but yeah it's i'm i'm, I'm re- excited for everybody to hear it. it's something mm-hmm. i've been working on for a minute and i think the product and the the final the final thing is going to be something that everybody's been waiting for for me
3: so besides that project, I know you just teamed up with Lily. Yes. Let me hear about the do- dynamics. The so dynamics.
2: me and Lily um, have been talking for a minute about management mm-hmm. and um, just kind of her being one of those people that's in my team um, and in my circle. She has a lot, a lot of connects, and I look at her like one of my big sisters. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely looking towards um, putting her in a management position with me. Um, we're still working out the kinks, so nothing's final yet. But that's definitely when you say like we me and just me and Lily. OK. Yeah. So we're looking for so she's trying to be my manager. We're trying to put that in the works, but she got so many other things right. going on. We're trying to just make it so that we can get it all hashed out, get the contracts done and mm-hmm. finish it off. Mm-hmm.
3: What did you um, grow
2: up? I grew up in the CD, the central area. Okay. Um, East Union is my hood. Um, yeah, I grew up in the C D of Seattle. Okay.
1: <laughs> like what artists inspire you like when you're growing up, like to be like the artist you become today you feel like?
2: You know? Um, so when I was growing up I didn't listen to hip hop at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to like a lot a lot of R and B, a lot of jazz and a lot of gospel music. Okay. Um, but if I had to pick like some hip hop, inspirations that i had just like as i got older i would definitely say nipsey i was listening to him when i was in like the eighth grade Mm -hmm. um i would definitely say eminem just lyrically he's like crazy um jay-z um and then um who who, i think i feel like i'm missing somebody i'm gonna say those three for hip-hop and then as far as just like music in general i listen to a lot of brandy mm-hmm. um i listen to a lot of anita baker i listen to because i sing to that's something that you guys are going to get a little drift of okay soon hit, i'm i'm working hit, hit. i'm working on okay. i'm working mm-hmm. on an ep a r&b ep um but a lot of a lot of anita baker a lot of brandy a lot of whitney houston um and in, yeah my, my house was very soulful. i grew up in church so i always sang i always Was very into music. My family, all of my family on both sides, does music, plays instruments. I can play three instruments, three to five instruments by ear. Um. So yeah.
1: So music is your life. Yeah, hundred percent. You're going all the way with this shit. This is like all or nothing at this point.
2: I'm hoping so. I'm in medical school right now, so that's something on the side. But I'm hoping so.
1: What if both pops? What are you doing? What are you gonna do?
2: You know, Mm, I don't know. Speaking into existence. (laughs) Let's just say it does happen. What you gonna do? You thought about Um, that? If it happens, I'll definitely still want to finish school just because you never know where life could lead you. Could lead you. And mm-hmm. if anything were to happen, that's something to always fall back on. Yeah. Um, true, true, true. But if the music does happen, I definitely want to have my own record label. Um, and I want to sign um, at-risk youth who are in, you know, just urban communities that are... Um, Struggling and have a dream and aspire to be where I am because I know that in my community There wasn't a lot of people that gave us that you know that that hand and gave us the motivation and gave us You know kind of like the the guide and the plan to get to where you need to go mm-hmm. um and Yeah, I think that's as far as it is, you know, of course I want the, the awards the Grammys the all that stuff, but mm-hmm. you know It's kind of just so like I can make sure I'm straight my family straight um And then just so the world can hear how I feel that's how I write I write how I feel Mm -hmm. and what I'm going through so I just want the world to be able to kind of connect yeah kind of connect with me on that
3: Mm -hmm.
1: okay I I feel like that's the that's the real hip hop path that's the shit I was just talking about man (laughs) I feel like that's what it is and those people that go like are really dedicated like that that's just where you're talking about automatically top tier you can't put them anywhere else because like you can't deny what they've done up to the point. So it's like how they mm-hmm. say like, before you even get that big break, it's like you already have like 10 some odd years right. of really grinding. And those are the people that have the longevity because you already know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. It's like, you can't finesse me. I've already done been, I've been finessed at the lowest level and the medium, whatever. I've already kind of seen this before. So now you just got a little more, you got a little more money, but I know what the fuck you're doing though. Right. So you're more, I feel like you, you, you definitely know what you're doing. Sharp. Thank Very you. sharp, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. That's dope as fuck though. We need more artists like this. We got I don't know, man. She's setting the standard right now how motherfuckers <laughs> need to be. So y'all y'all know who to support. That's the blueprint, <laughs> right. man. And believe in yourself, mm. man. Shit. What's your
0: favorite thing about, about Seattle?
2: Um, definitely the the views. And the weather. I love that. Being on tour for sixty days and going through almost every continent. <laughs> park- I'm like I'm glad that we have every single season here. There's some states that are like so hot and then there's some states that are so cold. And I'm like, I'm glad we kinda get a gist of we get a gist of both. And what's never yeah. too hot, never too cold, we kinda get just like that basic regular Right. you Just know it, 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 it rains but when you're from seattle you learn to love the rain so Hell um yeah. definitely the food and the views is my favorite thing fucking with the seafood or not i, I fuck with it. the seafood
1: what's the <laughs> crabs or we got the i love everything lobsters, i love crab
2: that. lobster um shrimp everything yeah. yeah my girl my girl is asian so she's been putting me on to a lot of different like Seafood things. You do the eel and all that. shit I don't the do all that. I don't do all that. How
1: about the raw oysters? You fuck with <laughs> I those?
2: I don't do all <laughs> that. Either. I'll do some. <laughs> I'll, some I'll some do. Yeah, I'll do clams. Yeah, I'll do clams with some with some melted just butter, some wine sauce. Yeah, you yeah. yeah, really Get eating hit, that shit? That and really shit. loving it too. But yeah, I, lo- I love the the seafood. It's super super fresh out here. But definitely the views. Seattle has like the most amazing views.
1: No viaduct though, I mean Y'all fucked up for that. one Yeah. Viaduct was a really big loss for the town. Yeah, it was. Bro, that tunnel is really just sad. <laughs> you are just driving through and there's no exit and shit. You guys really didn't figure that out because what if you crash I don't even wanna say that shit. <laughs> Anyways, we gon' we good, we scrape.
3: It's not what we we're gonna think right.
1: we to Yeah, man, we ain't gonna speak nothing into existence.
3: You done said it. I didn't <laughs> like... I didn't
1: finish shit and I already you know, we're good. We're Gucci. So
3: you went on tour. What I was did. like your your most memorable moment? Your best favorite like moment? Mm. Could be a moment I mean, of like realization. It
2: don't even matter. I mean honestly, tour is kinda like repetitive. Mm-hmm. It's kinda like day in, day out you're doing the same thing. I would say the most memorable cities for me were definitely Washington, DC and Houston. Washington DC, just because we were at the Howard Theater and there okay. was like so many people, it was like a whole different culture. I went to the the, i seen the pentagon i went to the. <laughs> they have like the pentagon mall and i pay like a hundred dollars to get my nails done mm. and they were like the most basic nails ever <laughs> i was pissed yeah. um yeah but pissed, yeah. it's just like the culture there is super different and washington dc is like super super like hood. Huh. like they have like real life ghettos my and like projects so it. so it was kind of just kind of weird but kind of like funny to see the different in culture there um, and then Houston was my favorite just because of course the food. They have bomb ass food in mm-hmm. Houston. Um, I went to the college. I went all to T S U while I was there and I just loved all the college students there. They were showing me hella love. Mm-hmm. I did a couple radio interviews out there. Um and then Houston was our biggest show. So we sold out the entire arena and I think wow. it was twenty five thousand people. So that was like the biggest Damn. show that I ever did. It's crazy. I That's had so... lost my I had um gotten sick and lost my voice like yeah. two days before, so I wasn't even supposed to perform that night. Um, and I was like, fuck it, I got to do it. And I didn't know what was going to happen up there. I didn't know if my voice was going to crack or anything, but it turned out good, and the show was great, and then we went to Thank Strip Club. Yeah. Yeah. To so Houston definitely was definitely... in Houston. Yeah, definitely Houston was my favorite city on a tour. That's
3: I yeah. I'm leaving I land on the 15th. Oh,
2: okay. yeah. And Papa Dos was my spot. I'm like, I wish they had one here.
3: El Boyo Loco down there is... Like magnificent.
2: And then they got the little they got the um what is it? They got the um it's like a it's like a, a chicken and um
3: Waffles?
2: No, or? it's it's like it's like soul food and Mexican food put together.
1: Oh wow. Yeah, that
2: but it's 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 one crazy. restaurant. It like Sunday dinner it's, one rest- it's one restaurant it's one restaurant. I think this? it's called like that's crazy. It's called like so I forget, but it's like green and red. But I remember going soul there. Soul food
1: and Mexican, yeah, food yeah, it's so food and Mexican
2: food mixed together, and they sell um they sell slushy margaritas. <laughs> oh hell no! Did you ever um taste brums
3: while you were out there? No. Taste, taste brums. what brums? It's the best ice cream you will ever. No Seattle have. Like, I love anything food. about that. Right. We know about what? Bruns, what do we know about
1: out here? What do we even fucking have out here? Where do we go to T- eat T- ice cream? Dix. Dix. Cold, Stone. Cold Stone, yeah, I guess. Ba- What's that uh, new spot? You guys be in Ballard? Baskin ever? And
2: Robbins. Ballard. God, bro. You be in Ballard?
1: Ballard got some low key shit. Like you can't be in Capitol Hill all the time because Capitol Hill just be too crazy. Well, I
2: mean, I be in Fed all the time. <laughs> okay, yeah. I said I don't
3: go north unless <laughs> I. Have. Right. I'm like yeah. everything's right
2: on <laughs> 320. <I guess> so. <laughs> Literally,
3: there's like hundred thousand stores, like anything
2: that you need. Anything is on that you need, you need a hospital, yeah. you need a doctor's office, you need a library, <laughs> Walmart, you school, Target. Walmart, Target, a mall, Italian. everything. Mexican. <laughs> you got Red Lobster, buy McDonald's, buy Starbucks. Buy, red Lobster, went
3: downhill man. I love you know, it though, cause bad. I have so many options. It's not like, what do I want to eat tonight? It's like, okay, I'm going here, and right. then tomorrow I'm gonna go there. As opposed
2: to when I lived in Seattle, and I was like, okay, Wendy's, Burger King, or Taco Time. I'm Which like, yeah, Taco Time getting Who's
1: expensive as fuck one? now. Eight. 10 dollars for a meal now what the hell's going now on well, you, gotta you gotta get the mini Too meal you gotta get the tacos mini tacos meal the, um... I'm, passing. I'm going to tacos chukis <laughs> tacos chukis man i'm fucking with them is that west center yeah, uh i guess yeah west seattle where the fuck it is anyways i wanted to ask what do you think at this point is like your biggest accomplishment to you that you feel very satisfied that you've accomplished just from you hustling and music
2: um biggest accomplishment
1: like a sentimental thing. It doesn't have to be as far as other people stand. So
2: I did a. Um, this is this was a while back. I did a workshop with MC Light. She came to Seattle, um, and she was at the EMP. And there was a a writer's workshop. Um, and it was like her and a couple different other, like, you know, top names, but definitely her. I, that's the one that I looked at specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a, a writer's competition and Damn. I won the writer's competition Okay. Whoa. and, um, I got recognized by MC light. So that was that's like one of my biggest fuck. accomplishments just because she's, you know, she's a legend. Yeah. She's a legend. Yeah, a legend. She's a legend. Yeah. And it's kind of just like out of, there was like over. Three hundred kids there, mm-hmm. wow. I, and I and I was like just I was like fresh sixteen I think, so just to get that kind of recognition was kind of crazy to me from her. Um, I've that gotten period. Those yeah. are signs man. Yeah, you know, those
1: are signs that you just yeah. you know I gotta keep going. Yeah. yeah. Back um the you
2: know. and then definitely the tour that was definitely like one of my biggest accomplishments because being an artist and me personally, like I've never been away from home for so long. Mm-hmm. So me actually being able to like stick that out and kind of go through the motions of it. And I was like very, very depressed like the first two weeks. Cause I was like, I want to go home. Like mm-hmm. I want my mom. I don't awesome. want to be wanna here Um, I had quit my job. So I was like stressed out about what life was going to be like when I got back home. Oh, um, And just getting through that process was was really a big accomplishment for me and it kind of um made it easier for me to be like hey okay this is what i this is like i know for sure that this is what i what i want to do and this is what i'm built for mm-hmm. so that was like a big milestone for me
1: okay what did it take like when you were thinking about quitting the job like what was going through your head with that like that must be a big decision like i'm about to quit my job to do this yeah
2: um right. honestly I didn't really, like, I thought about it, but I didn't really think about it. Like, my brother Mm. just called me one day and was like, hey, I need you to quit your job because we're about to go on tour. And I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, quit your job. Tell him that you're about to quit. And I'm like, okay. So I talked to my manager, and I'm like, hey, I guess I'm going on tour for 60 days. Can I, you know, take a leave of absence? And I wasn't able to take a leave of absence because... They're only for 30 days so i had to mm-hmm. resign and then get rehired when i came back so he was like yeah but then i came home and I had to go to a different store and just a lot of crazy stuff Extra but shit. yeah but it it was all worth it in the end i just kind of thought about it's either now or never i didn't know what was going to happen on the tour i didn't know if i was going to come home with the record deal i didn't know if i was going to come home with you know thousands of followers i didn't know what the thing was but i think all in all what i got out of it was just like i learned kind of what it's like to be on tour. Mm -hmm. So I kind of learned the ins and the outs of it. So I feel like next time I go on tour, I'll be a little bit more prepared. I think I was kind of just like throwing with the sharks with that one Mm -hmm. and just kind of winged it. That's what it takes to get uncomfortable. You got to get uncomfortable. But it was cool overall. It was a dope ass experience.
0: Okay,
3: I I just got one more question for you. So let's, there's other artists, like up and coming artists that, you know, maybe don't want to, like, pursue their dreams as far as, like, being a female rapper. What would you say to them on how to, like,
2: jumpstart what they're trying to do? I think, honestly, my my biggest advice to anyone trying to get into the industry or get into the business or get into, you know, just opening up and spilling out what they feel, um, just go for it. I... It could be even be something as little as going to like, you know, open mics. That's where I started off. I started off going to open mics at UW um, and I was like the youngest person there every time, but I used to come every single week just to get my stage, you know, appearance up, to get my, my mode. I would literally have someone record me on stage and I would be like, okay, next time I need to do this or next time I need to do that and kind of just put myself in a, in a space to where. I'm not in front of too many people. I've never been a nervous person, but for people who are nervous or have anxiety about getting on stage, just definitely like put yourself in a space where there's not too many people, even if it's your friends, your family, just kind of get in front of them and, and you know, have someone record you and mm. you look at yourself back and see what you could do better. And it's kind of just like, just do that until you get, you know, your rhythm and get into your emotions. And then once you, you feel like you've advanced from stage one, then you go to stage two and you just climb, kind of like you just keep climbing the ladder until you get there, it's kind of like you can't tell anyone when they're ready, but when you're ready, you'll know that you're ready. Yeah. so it's yeah. kind of like just keep writing, keep um I definitely would say keep writing because writer's block is a bitch if you don't write for too long oh yeah um definitely keep writing um don't stay on one song for too long. That's what I had bad If you stay on one song for too long, you'll get mm-hmm. you'll get yeah. you'll get like distracted or you'll get you know um blurred vision, so I would definitely say kind of just stay fresh stay ready to go on to the next thing stay working stay motivated um and just stay putting yourself in front of people because people want to see you like if they they have to put a face to the music and if you're even if it's just like networking going to shows even if you're not on the show go to the shows and meet the other artists network collaborate do songs with other people before you put out your own music just so your name has a little bit of buzz or people can you know search you up on youtube or search you up on google or soundcloud Mm -hmm. um Kind of just get your name out there, um, and then make quality. Don't put out anything that's not quality. Because if you mm-hmm. put out initially stuff that's low quality or stuff that's trash, mm-hmm. people aren't gonna want to listen to you when you get better. It's kind of like true. keep stuff in your, in your in your files and just keep stuff to yourself. And then when you're ready to drop, then drop.
1: Mm-hmm. That's great advice right there for anybody watching. Real dope. Very solid.
0: Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you, you. Yeah. Thank, been, uh, you thank you guys for having me. It's been episode eight of the Hip Hop Seattle podcast. Cal Naughty,
1: Beside Definition, Henry K.
2: Lil Honey Dippin', be Too Cold, Camera Chanel, tapped in like a motherfucker.
1: Skid it, Hip Hop Seattle.
2: Honey sticks on a honey sticks. Who you fucking with? That shit you claim. You don't even bang. What the fuck is this shit? All you bitches weird. I go and sort pack. So if I lose it, I ain't even tripping. am